Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Mickey Spagnuolo is joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, talking Cowboys football. It is upon us. Mickey, welcome. The uh, I'm not going to say the calm before the storm because it's such a cliche, but it's about to get underway. Let's say it that <laughs> way. How about that? We got him? Maybe not. Hey, yeah, there there he is. Hey, Mickey. How you doing? Good. How Great. are you? Very good. So you guys heading out today, I hear? Yes, absolutely. Right now. <laughs> Do we need no, to be I'm, qu- headed to, oh. I'm headed to the airport. Okay. He's like, I got 60 seconds. Make it snappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Mickey, uh, with uh, the Cowboys reporting, and uh, I see, I guess tomorrow will be, is tomorrow the uh, State of the Union when Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones have their big uh, powwow before camp starts? It is. Absolutely. Okay, so what's the big question with this team? Because you got your quarterback under contract. Is there any kind of uh, 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 plot, storyline that is burning right now to be asked to the Joneses? Well, uh, I, I think there's a lot of questions that they have to answer uh, going into training camp from a personnel standpoint with things that they have to uh, be able to figure out in training camp. Uh, and that's one of the things that uh, I think that they're going to have to solve in training camp. Um, and it, it's more questions, I think, from a personnel standpoint than you would expect from a team uh, that just finished the 12-5 and season and ended up uh, in, in the playoff and won the division title. So uh, I think those are the questions that, They've got to solve if this team's going to be better uh, uh, enough to maybe win a playoff game for a change. I think of the Cowboys almost kind of like uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas has got to replace their number one wide receiver in Traylon Burks, who was drafted by the Tennessee Titans. Cowboys, that's a you know they didn't lose their guy or Amari Cooper. They they let him go. You know they traded him away. I guess the question for me is, can C.D. Lamb be the number one guy? And that's we can start right there because that will be the number one question for this team uh, going into to, uh, training camp is replenishing the wide receiver position, uh, knowing that, as you mentioned, Amari Cooper is not there. And in all likelihood, Michael Gallup uh, will miss the first month of the season uh, recovering from his torn ACL uh, surgery. So, uh, yeah, they are banking on C.D. Lamb being the number one receiver. And, you know, he hasn't had to do that in his first two years in the league. Uh, so this is a step up. Uh, you know, their, their analysis of it for, you know, trading Amari Cooper and saving some salary cap money was that C.D. Lamb can do this job. Okay, let's assume he can. Well, now who's the number two receiver? Uh, they signed James Washington in free agency. You know, and I was a fan of James Washington when he was at, uh, at Oklahoma State. Um, never really got a great chance uh, in Pittsburgh. You know, they chose not to re-sign him. And he only started two games last year. You know, they have to look at him as one of their top three receivers, at least for the first month of the season. And then after that, uh, from what I've seen in the off-season workouts so far, their third-round draft choice, Jalen Tolbert, uh, is going to have to be a guy that steps up. 
you know, they've got other guys that have been here, but they're just kind of guys. And uh, so, yeah, uh, to me, number one question going into training camp for Cowboys is this uh, wide receiver position. Mickey, uh, Mike McCarthy, there were some, you know, a couple of questionable decisions, I think, that were kind of ridiculed or under scrutiny by fans and media members last year during the season. And, uh, you know, as he operates this year as the head coach of the Cowboys, it all comes under the shadow of the fact that Sean Payton's sitting out there and talking this last couple of weeks about how he wants to get back into coaching. There's always pressure on a coach, certainly when you're the Dallas head coach. But what's your expectation for him this year? Does he become more comfortable? Uh, do things go well for him? What's the perception of him right now around Dallas? Well, it's like anything else around the Cowboys, right? If, if you're not winning the Super Bowl, your perception is not very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to be his first kind of normal season with this team. Uh, you know, the first year, you know, he loses back six games, five games into the season, COVID hits. Uh, there was a lot of things that got in the way. Even last year, it wasn't a normal uh, off season. So this has kind of been the first normal off season he's had. And yeah, he knows he, he needs to win. Uh, Twelve and five, winning a division title uh, again doesn't uh, appease everybody. And you need to win a playoff game. And so, yeah, I think that's the goal. Uh, he knows it. It's, he's been around the block. He's a big boy. Um, so, but you know, everybody says, "Well, is the pressure on him?" Pressure's on every NFL coach sure. when you start the season, right? No one, no one, no one gets a, a vacation and say, "Oh, well, maybe in two or three years." Uh, so that'll be the expectation. It'll be the expectation for him too. Mickey Spagnola with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Mickey, Micah Parsons was awesome as a rookie. How much better can he be in his second year? Oh, I think he'll have a better knowledge of what uh, the opposition's doing. Uh, he'll have a better knowledge of, of, you know, what they're trying to do to him uh, to be, be able to contain him. Uh, yeah, I just think that uh, he, he did all that as a rookie. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a rookie with limited offseason uh, because of the COVID regulations. So, yeah, now he, he's ready to go. Uh, I expect big, big things out of him, and uh, I think that they're going to be very, uh, you know, very smart on how they use him. I know everybody sees his 13 sacks, and they automatically think he got all those sacks rushing from a defensive end spot. Uh, but the truth is the majority of those 13 sacks came from lining up as a linebacker, uh, a pass-rushing linebacker at times. Uh, up the middle, on the edge. Uh, so I expect to see him uh, use similar to what they did last year, lining up at linebacker, using him as a pass rusher, and sometimes lining up at defensive end. I think the worst thing they can do is say, okay, you're a full-time defensive end, and allowing defenses to know where he's going to be at the snap of the ball. Uh, so I think being uh, lining up at linebacker, and forcing the opposing quarterback to come to the line of scrimmage and go, all right, where's number 11 this snap, right? And keep them guessing. Talking to Mickey Spagnola on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Um, today is Zeke's birthday. Ezekiel Elliott's celebrating a birthday today, or maybe it was over the weekend. I have to double-check if he was a Sunday or a Today guy. But anyway, um, you know, it's become a pass-happy league, and that's not news, but... 
you know, it seems like uh, everybody does have success, too, when you look at the run game uh, being successful. I know they've tried to retool the offensive line a little bit. What What's your expectation for him this year, and how important do you think he is to the overall scheme? Oh, I think he's very important. And, and I think the expectation is now that he's healthy uh, to get back to being one of the top running backs in the league. You know, I know it was over 17 games last year, but despite the, uh, you know, the posterior cruciate ligament uh, injury he suffered uh, in the fourth game of the season and played through it, uh, he did rush for 1,000 yards. And I know that's not as meaningful as it used to be, especially with 17 games. But uh, from what I've seen in the offseason, you know, he, he looked good. He's moving good. He looked like he had his quick quickness and strength. So, yeah, I expect, you know, and I'm sure they expect, you know, 1,400 yards. But you're right. The offensive line has to play better. And I think at times last year, especially down the stretch, uh, the offensive line's performance was subpar. That's exactly where I was going, Mickey, because uh, Dak didn't have time to throw at times. And then they couldn't run the ball at all. Uh, with the offensive line, what have they done to improve the offensive line? Well, that's another thing we're going to training camp to find out, right? Uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, if it was under their control, if they can keep Tyron Smith healthy, uh, because I'll tell you what, I'll take Tyron Smith, uh, you know, for 14 games a season, even if he misses three over somebody else or anybody else they could have put there to play 17 games. So that's kind of number one. Uh, number two, uh, they're betting that Terrence Steele continues to play well at right tackle, which was one of the reasons why they, they cut ties with Leo Collins. To me, Leo Collins didn't have a good season last year. Uh, and, and, you know, and then lump in the, the suspension, which he missed those games. Uh, I, I thought Steele played better than him last year. I guess they did too. So we'll see if they're right about uh, that one. And then it's the left guard spot. They decided to move on from Connor Williams, uh, who had a, to me, aside from the penalties, and I guess you can't put the penalties aside, he was awfully, awfully good at that right guard spot. So they got to fill it. Can Tyler Smith do it, their first round draft choice? Uh, or uh, will Connor McGovern beat them out? But it's going to be a real, uh, it's going to be a real competition there uh, to see who's the starting guard. And if Connor McGovern happens to beat him out, then Tyler Smith probably is your backup swing tackle, which is the other spot on the offensive line uh, that they have to solve. So yeah, uh, I think nothing's set in stone uh, as they're heading to training camp today. Mickey, who do you feel like is the biggest threat to the Cowboys in the East? The biggest threat to the Cowboys in the East. Is there any question? Oh, in the East. Well, I would imagine Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, but again, I think when we all look at this stuff, you know, who's got the who's got the who's got the best quarterback? You know, it, it, it's the Cowboys, right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, is Jalen Hurts? all that. Well, I don't know. I don't think, you know, anybody knows for sure. Uh, so they can improve their wide receiver core, and they can improve, they think, their offensive line that struggle. But is 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 Jalen Hurts the guy? Uh, and I think that's what's going to determine how threatening Philadelphia is 
to the Cowboys in the East. Everybody talks about the Eagles and those wide receivers. Do you think the Cowboys are, are, are kind of set up well at the cornerback position to to um, defend a team like the Eagles with a, a good pair of wide receivers? You know, if, if you ask, you know, what, what is one of the stronger positions on this team, you know, other than, to me, quarterback, running back, uh, I think cornerback's pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, Anthony Brown had a had a really good season last year. Uh, Jordan Lewis, you know, as a third corner, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, can they get anything out of Kelvin Joseph? You know, can he challenge for some playing time? Uh, so yeah, I think as long as the pass rush is, you know, within reason, which will be another question mark, right, with no Randy Gregory, uh, then yeah, those cornerbacks can match up, I think, pretty well. Unposing wide receivers. Vicky, thanks for the time. Safe travels, my friend. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again, I'm sure, a handful of times, at least during the season, if you'll have us. Give me a call uh, while I'm in Oxnard and I can rub in how cool it is out there. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish we were there. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Safe travels. Thanks. See you guys. All right, Bye. Thanks. Man, it'd be nice being Cali right now. Oh, man. Buddy.